Welcome to Millennial Sex True Stories Podcast. I'm your host, the Professor Double X, and I'm in the bedroom tonight. I would like to begin by saying thank you to everyone who um, listens to Millennial Sex True Stories Podcast. Um, this year is a uh, well, we've done two whole years of millennial sex. We're into the, you know, we're starting the third year. Um, and this is the third year that I will be participating at the New York Sexual Health Expo, the Sex Expo in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. This is a really fun six hour, um, two week, two day event, um, September 21st and 22nd. That's a Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m until 5 a.m. in, uh, until 5 p.m. in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. I'll have a booth there, and all kinds of fun stuff will be going on. I'll be performing stand-up comedy. Um, I'll have my girls with me, and we'll be selling all kinds of cool things and doing kind of like a fun sort of um, game show. So hopefully you'll be there, plus there are like a thousand other like crazy booths and products and, and fun things going on. Okay, so that's the Sex Expo um, in New York City in about three and a half weeks. What else is on the list? Well, um, a few weeks ago I mentioned that I was going to try this product called Foria. Foria Awaken, which is CBD arousal oil. So it's like this cannabis extract oil. It's supposed to make you feel really aroused and yummy. So I wanted to really try it out for myself. And I said I would report back and let you know my findings. Well, I've also posted this on my blog, um, BettyBabes.com. But um, but let me tell you how it went. So I tried Foria with someone that I've you know slept with a few times. Um, it's pretty decent. <clears throat> and. Uh, and this time, you know, we liberally sprayed the foria on our genitals and um, with no other lubricant. And I will say, I don't know if I was just like extra horny, but I think the foria does work to an extent because I was surprised, you know, like how quickly... Um, Everything was like super juicy and like right into it. Like the warm up um, just wasn't as long. So anyway, yeah, and it was great sex, and it was it was really great. So I think the foria is arousing. I had to try it again though with someone else just to you know compare and and see. Um, so I tried it with somebody new, and um, it was somebody new, so I used a condom. So the first time, I did not use a condom, and it was really great. And so, okay, what's it going to be like using a condom? Um, and it still, I think, was pretty good. I mean, I know I was probably aroused. It was pretty exciting. I'm like, fucking this hot guy. But, um, but I think it also worked even with the condom. Now, because we used a condom, uh, we did have to add some additional kind of like classic uh, water-based lube just to like make sure it was really slippery because we were like banging like crazy. We broke two condoms. We're banging so hard and um, 
and so some lube was needed some additional lube after the in initial arousal oil but i'm going to give the foria experience a thumbs up foria awaken is a nice little novelty to have on hand a couple little sprays on your clit and vulva um, should have you a little bit more tingly. It kind of tastes, it kind of like smells kind of good too. Like it smells like a little bit minty. Um, but yeah, it's a refreshing smell. It's an arousing, tingling sensation, but not too much. And, um, and it's just enough to kind of like kick things off with a little more spunk. And who doesn't need a little more spunk when they get down with the funk, right? So, um, what else? Okay, so that's Foria. Oh, yeah, and if you want to try Foria, you can get discounts by using my code MillennialSex. Um, so if you go to the website foriawellness.com and you want to buy stuff, uh, my code MillennialSex will get you some discounts at checkout. Uh, all right, so what else going on? All right, so I do want to tell, okay, before I get into, like, my story story, I also want to tell, like, a little um, new anecdote. <clears throat> so, um, so I met this guy, the guy that I tried out the foria with, with the condom, this new guy, right? Oh, he's really like sexy. He was like, just high like it, like tall, sexy, privileged European who's hung and has a lot of energy. Ah, heaven. So anyway, um, that was exciting and that was going okay in terms of like having like good, exciting sex. Uh, the guy's really like kinky. Well, I don't know about kinky, but he is a freak. Um, he's kind of into like the lifestyle and like he offered, like he said, like, you know, if I want to do like a threesome with two guys, which everybody knows I've always wanted to do that. And it's never happened, so I was kind of like, woo, yeah, like, two Italian studs, sounds fun. Looking forward to continuing this friendship. Um, however, <clears throat> um, I was disappointed and inconvenienced once, so I deleted his info because I just can't be dealing with all that, right? So then the guy said, like, it was a mistake or whatever. So I was kind of like, uh, I guess it could be a mistake. But then I just sensed, like, some nonsense and bullshit from him. And I was just like, ah, bye, politely. Like, politely, you're blocked, I'm out, peace. So um, I felt, like, so good about that, you know, because he was hot. And I did not give a fuck. I was like, I see some whackness in you and some mistruth some games and you know I just want to like fuck I don't want to fight I just want to fuck I mean that should be like every guy's dream but some guys want to fight because they you know you know what they do anyway um so I was feeling really good about that well I'm walking home I get to my house on my stoop my neighbor's like 20 20 year old girlfriend it's like bawling her eyes out over my neighbor who is not even, like, sexy and all that stuff, like the guy I was going out with. So, um, so I just felt it come full circle. I was like, hallelujah, I have the self-respect and the inner peace with me, day in and day out. I don't have to act like I'm never going to get dick again. I'm going to get dick again. 
again and again and again. The dick just keeps coming. I can turn my back on one dick and another dick is right there in my face two step later, two steps later. So we don't have a problem with this. Okay. Now, um, this is a great relief to me because I have not always been this way and it's been an evolution and I'm so happy that it's here. Um, okay, moving on. <laughs> So what else is going on? Oh, um, I have a new column coming out soon in Sexual Health Magazine. If you haven't read uh, my current column, Deficiency and Desire, check it out on sexualhealthmagazine.com in the headings, um, Deficiency and Desire. What, uh, what do your fantasies say about you? Okay, here's my story this week. Okay, here's my story. So... Um, <laughs> okay, so the reason why I even thought of this story is because last year, so the guy I was just telling you, the Italian guy, it brings me to, the way I handled that was like beautiful. It brings me to approximately a year ago seeing this British guy, um, and I didn't exactly handle it beautifully, and I looked kind of like an asshole. Anyway... It's those moments. He handled it beautifully. And I was like, yeah, that's how I want to handle things. And now I'm, I'm really, like, there or getting there. So I'm super excited about that. Well, the thing about that British guy is that, like, he was really good in bed um, because he was sensual. You know, he's, like, a sensual lover. And that's a whole other thing. So we were, like, banging each other's brains out, you know, hard and sensual. And, um, we fucked so hard that, like, my, I felt like my urethra, it was, like, a little bit tender, uh, but it wasn't bad, okay? So, if anybody doesn't know, um, what a urethra is, I guess it's, like, the pee hole, or it's, like, the tube where the pee is going to come out of way up there, um, up in there. It's not that far, but it's up in there. And, um, anyway, so... <clears throat> so this reminded me of a situation that happened quite some time ago so we're going to take it back now okay so we're going to take it back to like 10 years ago yeah 10 years ago that's how long ago we're going back 10 years ago um i so i was 10 years ago i was in a relationship um with this guy and uh, his penis was, like, a little bit too wide for me. I didn't really like his penis that much. It was a big, curved penis, but it just didn't really fit me. And I think it was because it was too wide. Well, it really bothered him that I wasn't crazy about his penis. And he was always trying to prove to me that he was, <laughs> that he was, like, the man, Okay in the sack because of whatever so it was super annoying anyway so one night we're having sex in the missionary position and he was obviously on top of me in the missionary position and he was trying to show me you know how how brolic he is in the sack and he like he, like, gripped me so that my back was a little more curved, and he really, like, rammed it up in there, right? 
And so I felt it. Like, I felt like, ouch, when he did that. Um, and, you know, he, like, bit his lower lip. He was really feeling himself. Like, yeah, she said, ouch. I made her say, ouch. You know, he was like, oh, I'm that. I made her say, ouch, ouch, ouch daddy. Yeah. Well, it wasn't quite like that. Okay. So, so this guy, whatever. So the next day, I went to work. And I worked downtown, the Wall Street area. So, um, so it was like morning and, and so I'm in my office and like I went to go pee and I was like, this hurts. And there was also like blood and like a burning and like some blood in the toilet. So, you know, I was very young and I was kind of freaking out, right? Like, oh my God, what's wrong? Oh no, there's blood. It's not my period. Ah, it burns. What does that mean? Ah. So I'm like frantically searching for a doctor, like right then. Well, fortunately, there was a doctor's office right across the street, basically, and they had some availability that late morning. And I ran over there and I peed in the cup and I'm waiting for the doctor to come in and the door opens and here's the doctor. And the doctor is this really, really cute little old man. <laughs> like he's old, okay? He's, he's at the age where you're like cute, you're so old. So, I mean, I don't know how old he was. He wasn't, like, um, a mummy or anything, but he was old and cute, and he had um, an accent. It w- He said he was Australian, but, you know, he was a very um, sophisticated kind of worldly um, doctor, so he had this really great accent. Um, it kind of, like, made you feel like he was going to, like, read you a bedtime story with Angela Lansbury or something like that. So it was a great, great accent and very, you know, grandfatherly and kind of paternal feeling and exactly who you would want to be your grandfather, basically. So he comes in and he's so nice and charming and, oh, hello, dear, and, oh, how are you, and da-da-da-da, well, I've looked at your test and I've looked at your this and that, and I'm like, yeah, oh, my God, what is it? (laughs) Oh, and he says... <clears throat> have you he says and he says recently have you been having sex vigorously have you had sex vigorously have you been having sex vigorously vigorously ah well (laughs) have you been having sex vigorously well yes actually uh my boyfriend had something to prove so he jammed his penis like way up in my rib cage much higher than the tube is actually, and so he jammed it up in my urethra, okay? So this is what the doctor tells me, that 
I've bruised my urethra having vigorous sex. And as a result, you know, I have to take some antibiotics and not have such vigorous sex um, with a Cro-Magnon man who has to prove his masculinity all the time. Anyway, but that was the funny story. Um, have you been having sex vigorously? Uh, it was great. Um, and it was kind of embarrassing uh, as well. So, <laughs> with Grandpa over there. So, that's my story for the week, vigorous sex. I'm just going to say that, like, I still have a lot of vigorous sex. Like, I had vigorous sex with a British guy. Um, but he didn't, like, intentionally, like, jam my stuff and try to, like, prove his masculinity. It was just, like, it was just a lot of vigorous sex in that case. Um, so, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, nothing wrong with vigorous sex. But, like, everybody has to be aware that, like, the urethra is, like, you know, closer to the surface of the body. And the canal for sex itself, um, goes deeper. So, um... If someone pushes too shallow, you know, on either side, so they're going to kind of be pushing in your, like, toward your, like, anal, like, repository or toward your, like, urine repositories. So, um, so there's that. Anyway, well, that is, uh, that concludes this podcast and this episode of Millennial Sex True Stories podcast. I hope to run into some of you at the New York Sexual Health Expo, September 22nd and 21st in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to our next romp in the bedroom. Good night. <laughs>